Hi, y'all. It's Angela, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode today of Business Unveiled. I am so excited to interview this amazing, amazing woman because she talks about and specializes in one of the most important things that I did not grow up knowing about mindset. I did not understand what that meant, which basically to me, it's like you don't know what you don't know. And so when you're trying to do something new or start a business or be an entrepreneur or sell your business or scale your business and all that stuff that you really don't learn in school, I have learned over the years that it is all about mindset. And that's exactly what Stephanie Booth is an expert at. She owns the Successful Creative, which most of us on here, we're all creatives. God love us. And, but what I can say is, although we're all creatives, we're not great business owners and we don't run our business the way we should sometimes. And sometimes we just, because we're creatives and we love to do things, we say yes, but it's not always the best decision. And so we're going to talk about how to have the right mindset and how you can drive success in the creative industry. So Stephanie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. And with the another new year, like coming up upon us, yes. um, I'm sure as a mindset and a success coach, especially for entrepreneurs, do you find that like towards the end of every year and the beginning of every, every year, is that like your busy season where you're slammed? Cause people are like, I'm going to do this this year. <laughs> Yes. Everyone's getting so excited. They're setting goals. They are getting ready to take on, this is going to be the year that I, in, that I live my ideal life. Everyone thinks that at the start of each year. And this is about the time of year that <laughs> everyone starts going, wait a minute, <laughs> yeah. scratching their heads and going, what happened? And not only is this the start of a new year coming up, but it's the start of a whole new decade. Mm. So people are getting really introspective. And they're starting to ask some really big questions and setting some intentions for even the coming decade, like yeah. 10 years from now, what do I want? So this is a big time of year for setting some goals and determining how to actually accomplish the goals that you want in your business in the ne over the next year. Yeah. And a lot of people, like even myself, I never thought about these things until someone else challenged me to think about them. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. And I, I don't know, like, I'm just doing it and it's fun. So like, why not? Right. Um, but now I'm much more educated in having the mindset of running a business and how to be profitable and how to be successful. And success is defined differently for everyone, I'm sure. Yes. Um, but even before like you became a mindset coach, like how did you get there? Like what, what has been your experience and where did you study and learn so much like about mindset? Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Angela Profit. 
What's up, GST leaders? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Business Unveiled, where we share expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals. You know we're going to take you behind the scenes of our experiences, share with you what we've learned from them, and how it's made us stronger. Because no one said it's easy owning a business, right? But it's a lot more fun when you've got a strong support team around you. And that's exactly what we do at GSD Creative. We're right there by your side. And I'm so excited that you've chosen this podcast to take the first step in growing a productive, profitable, and successful, wildly successful business within the hospitality and creative industry. Today's podcast is brought to you by Vlog Easy. That is V as in victory. Vlog Easy is an app in the iTunes store for iPhones that help you make content videos as well as vlogging on the go to share with your audience. It has absolutely transformed the way that I do video and communicate with my audience. If you are looking for an app that allows you to to edit on the go, or if you simply don't know how to edit videos, this app allows you to do just that. You can record yourself in a quiet room. You don't have to remember what to say. You can simply look at your notes, and each time you're quiet and you pause, the Vlog Easy app takes all of those quiet moments out and edits everything together. It's like magic, and it saves so much. Time. Vlog Easy allows you to record in vertical or horizontal formatting. You can import existing videos that live on your phone into the app and so much more. Vlog Easy Pro gives you the unlimited cloud backup as well as removing the watermark. Give it a try for free today. The link is bit.ly bit.ly slash vlog easy. And all caps vlog easy is case sensitive so be sure that you've got that caps lock on and you're putting in vlog easy in all upper case v is in victor l o g e a s y give it a try yeah um well the best school is the school of life and amen um, right um and that was what i what I finally accepted was that my story was my teacher and was beautiful. So about a decade ago, since we're talking about the decade, (laughs) I was teaching fifth grade and I was safe. I was getting a paycheck. Um, It was $20,000 a year. (laughs) It was so little. Um, I was living at home with my parents, but I thought, this is the best I can hope for because I have somebody giving me a paycheck and I'm following the rules. Then I met this really cute boy (laughs) and he had a camera and he was building a photography business. And on our dates, he would have me trying out how to use the camera. And pretty soon he was including me into his photography sessions and business. And I started realizing, oh, he's so creative that the business is super messy. So I started coming in and doing all the things that would make him actually stay in business. 
even if I didn't like them, you know. Um, So answering emails, incorporating the business, making everything legal and setting up bank accounts, all kinds of things. Um, Over the course of the next several years, I left my teaching job and took over the business full time. During that time, we had our biggest year yet. We had a six-figure plus year for the first time. That's amazing. Um, yeah, and we had publications around the world um, on the nation's top nations and international top wedding blogs in our niche, um, in magazines, and we were being flown around the world to various destinations to photograph. It was a big year. Lots of publicity, lots of buzz, and that's the year I grounded our business. Wow. So in the face of all the good things that had been happening, what I didn't realize was I had been too scared to actually do the things that perpetuated the business, that filled the pipeline, that got us referrals, that got us new leads, that got us new business. So I just started denying that I needed to do those things. Yeah. And it was April. That was when we took our last deposit for that year. And suddenly it's December and I'm looking back going, oh crap, I haven't gotten a deposit in eight months. I don't like the money is all of it has jobs, all of it's gone. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I don't know what I'm doing. So I had to have a hard conversation with my husband and business partner. This is a complete surprise to him because we had so much publicity. He thought I had leveraged that to further Mm -hmm. the business and that we should be fully booked at this point for the coming year. Right. That was the first step in a personal rock bottom season of my life. I recognized this, had a really tough conversation with my husband, lots of tears. And shortly after that, I experienced a series of losses in my life that left me realizing that every single bucket that I had put my identity in, my worth in, had gotten turned over. And all of a sudden, I had no idea who I was anymore. I thought if I had a successful business that I was worth something. And then that was, that wasn't a thing anymore. I thought that if I could have babies that I would be, that I would be worth something. Mm-hmm. And then when I lost our baby on new year's day, that coming year, I realized this is the toughest thing I have ever experienced. And I started yeah. the year with a season of depression and grief. And then from there, my backup business plan fell apart. I lost a dear friend that had been the business partner for that backup plan and everything just kind of crumbled. Oh my gosh. And this all happened in about six weeks. So it kind of felt like the world, my world was kind of folding in on me. Yeah. Um, During that time we got some unexpected bills and I'm, I'm lost not knowing what to do. It was during that time that I stepped back and said, what got me here? What happened? And in that moment, and the pivotal moment for me was realizing that for the first time in my life, after decades of getting so excited for New Year's Day and setting goals, I didn't have the heart to set any goals because I was grieving. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. I chose not to set goals that year, but I wrote down how I was feeling at that point in time, at the beginning of that year. And what I, and I just forgot that that existed. I started lugging around that journal. It's a big, ugly purple notebook. 
<laughs> the ugliest thing. <laughs> if you like the color purple, it's not about the purple. It was just this big college notebook. It wasn't a pretty cute journal. Um, I just lugged it around everywhere. And every time I felt something, I started writing it down. At the end of that year, I, my life had significantly changed. I had multiple businesses. I had rebuilt our business, our photography business, to over the six-figure mark in a matter of four months. And I did it by myself this time. I didn't need my husband to do all the things I had been scared of. And I had started my two other businesses in addition to the photography business. And I was pregnant. Oh, wow. During that time, I, I stepped back and thought, wow, a year ago, my life was so different. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down how I was feeling in that moment. Then I found that notebook and I thought, you know, I'm just going to go back through everything I've experienced right now. And I found the page where I had initially written down this mind map of how I was feeling and saw the, what I was currently feeling and realized everything that I had wanted to feel had come to like I had brought it into my life. Yeah. I wanted to feel joyful and happy as a regular state of being. And I did. And then I looked back and asked myself, well, how did I, how did that happen? And I laid out four main steps that I did. And I just started rinsing and repeating those four steps. And then I started testing it on my coaching clients. Yeah. Um, and what I found was the ones who did this, did the mindset work first, always had the monumental business growth. Mm-hmm. Like, going from 20K a year to 125 in a matter of the time that we were coaching together. Whereas there would be other people who I would work with who would be really great students. They would listen and they would not necessarily take action. Um, And they would be going from, say, 30K a year to maybe 50. And I kept asking myself, what is the difference here? Every single time, it's people started telling me, this is, the, this is the thing that was the game changer for me. It's that I now have the mindset of a confident business owner filled with possibility who lives in a state of happiness and joy all the time. Yeah. And that's when I realized, oh, that's the moneymaker. That is the key to our success. But it's like you had to go through all of that personally yourself yeah. to like, get there and feeling all of those things, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's, and, and, and it's uncomfortable to like talk about it. And like when my dad was sick with cancer and then my, the same year, my sister got ALS and it's like, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want anybody to know because I didn't want anybody to ask me about it because then I would just break down in tears <laughs> and I'm not a prior, but it's like, my dad was like my best friend. And my sister worked with me. I mean, she would go and run events like a boss and I just couldn't even fathom my life like without them. And so, you know, everybody grieves in a different way, but as soon as I could actually like talk about it and not like lose my shit, um, you know, it, it almost created like a comfort level around me where other people would come forward and be like, yeah, my mom, suffered of this and my dad passed away of this. And like, I just never knew how many people had throat cancer who's never smoked before. I'm like, how do you get throat cancer? And like, you don't smoke. Like, I don't understand. Um, but it's like, you have to be ready for it. 
And so it's like going through all of that actually has made you into this incredible, strong woman that can help other people get through hard times and get over humps and create the confidence. And without all of those emotional roller coaster episodes, it's like, I don't know. I don't know who I would be today. (laughs) So I totally, totally get it. Um, So what are, you mentioned that you have like specific steps and like your, your four step process, which I've learned over time, like when you tell people a bunch of information, they're like overwhelmed. But when you're like, okay, there's a one, two, three, four. And like, there's a lot that goes into this, but what are, what's the beginning of like each of those four steps and how to start prepping your mind and your mindset, like coming into a new year? Yeah. So this is, oh, this is such a big topic, but, um, I have actually recorded the first steps for free. So anyone who wants that, I have this as just a free training available so you can start the process. Um, So we first have to start by believing that our thoughts create our reality. So this is something that initially I thought sounded pretty woo-woo. And then I started digging back into, I've always loved brain science and psychology um, I am NLP, an NLP practitioner. So um, I started looking at our brains and I realized, no, this is a real thing. So our thoughts, <clears throat> our brain's one job is to keep us safe and comfortable, which if we're entrepreneurs, that kind of goes against everything that our brain is trying to do. Totally. So we can live in conflict with our brain or we can work with it. But the way to work with it is to either downgrade what you want or upgrade your brain, upgrade your thinking. I chose the latter. So our brains are made to keep us safe. It automates everything we repeat. So when, we, when I say something like our thoughts create a reality, <clears throat> all I am saying is that when you say something over and over again and it triggers an emotion, that's a belief. It's a thought that it gets turned into a habit and that habit, it becomes our operating system. So then our brain has another piece to it. It's a filtering system that then filters in all the important stuff for us. There's so much we could notice in the world around us using our five sentence senses and it's way too much for us. Have you ever felt sensory overload? Maybe on the dance floor at an event Probably. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Too much going on, right? Um, It's our brain's job to only bring into our awareness what we actually, what we need to know. Well, how does it know what we need to know? By checking in with the script we already gave it. These are the important things that we've literally given our brains a checklist. Okay, so let's use a really common example for the new year. Oftentimes people want to lose another 10 pounds, right? So let's say we put on our, our, um, we have this goal to lose 10 pounds, but we have spent the year or decades of our lives um, feeling badly about ourselves and the way we look. And we've constantly made comments about ourselves. We have then felt badly as we've made the comments. And so what our brains know is that 
I'm the girl that needs to lose 10 pounds, I'm overweight. Okay, so your brain's gonna prove to you over and over again, I'm overweight, I need to lose weight, I'm not good enough unless I'm skinny. Whatever that is, it's gonna prove that to you. It's just bringing you proof of what you believe. It's not telling you you're wrong, it's never gonna do that. You're the boss. So it's just gonna say, okay, you got it, I'll show you all the evidence that says you are not good enough until you lose weight, until you're thinner, until you are something other than what you are. Okay, so then we go to lose the weight, but our brain's telling us we're the overweight girl. And so because our identity is that of an overweight girl, us losing the weight becomes that thing that never actually happens. Mm-hmm. Right? So changing those thoughts at an identity level is the key to actually creating that long-term, us actually achieving those goals, us actually losing the weight, us actually hitting that next income goal. Maybe you're ready for the next six figures and you're going, I don't, I'm not seeing how it's possible. I'm used to really believing that money's hard to come by, that I have to put in more work in order to, to get more money and I don't have any more hours of my day to sell. So it's not possible. So this four-step process that I'm about to lay out helps guide you through how to change your thinking and open up possibility for you so that you're not trying to keep yourself safe. So that when you're setting these goals that are way outside your comfort zone, you can take the risks and you're not going to self-sabotage in the process. Which we all do. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) That's what I I did in that year of business. Like I self-sabotaged. It's just a really epic example, but sometimes it's just really small things. Uh, That's one of the reasons I didn't used to like really set goals or I would set too many goals. I'm like, okay, this year we're going to do this and this and this. And then I look at the end of the year because we do like a video recap at the end of every year. And I'm like, fuck, we didn't get to this. And we, so now I've taught myself everything. I'm like, we're going to do the one big thing that we're going to do and launch and stick with it and keep perfecting it and keep talking about it. Like what I learned is as an entrepreneur, which you have multiple businesses as well. So you get it. It's like people say we have entrepreneuritis. I'm like, what are we going to yes. do? It's like, well, there's several things, but you know, and the sky's the limit. But I, I remember I joined this Infusionsoft, this software group years ago. And I went in there and they're all talking about their products, their online products that they sell. And they're all talking about how they only launch two a year. Like they set a goal for one and if they get to two, that's even better. And I'm sitting there like, are you guys lazy? Like we have so many products. And then I was looking at their numbers because they all share their numbers and how much they've made and what they've invested and how much they've lost. And I'm like, oh shit, wait, I'm the idiot here. These people launch one program in six months and they're making six figures on one program because that's all they talk about. And like, I'm over here in the board corner because I'm, I get bored talking about the same thing over and over. (laughs) It was that mindset that I had to hear from like 30 people in the room where I'm like, oh my God, I'm the one that is over pressuring myself to like do all these things. And you're right. Like we, we kind of just make it up in our heads. And so I'm like, what the, what am I doing? And so then it's like, I came back, I'm like, okay, so we're going to have one goal, one big goal every year. And if we get to some other things, great, but 
you're essentially setting yourself up for failure if you don't have like one big thing to focus on. At least that's been my personal experience. But yeah, yeah, so this is so good. Okay, keep going. I'm like, okay, what's next? (laughs) What do I do next? (laughs) I love this. I love this so much. And I think what you just pinpointed is that oftentimes we're really, we're operating our business completely out of fear. We're scared that we won't have enough of something. So we keep creating when Mm -hmm. if we're confident in our, in what, in our mission, in our vision, in our impact that we're here to make, that helps us rest and focus and scale the important, valuable things and get our message out in front of more people. So what you just said there perfectly illustrates step number one, it's to clarify what we want instead of clarifying what we don't want. So I have something, I have a um, tool that I have each of my clients create to represent exactly what they want their ideal state of life to to be. Okay. And I have them, I make sure they cover all the main um, categories of life and wellness. Um, But ultimately what we have to, what we usually have to do is we have to redo it once because they're telling me all the things that they're going to improve that they don't want anymore. Okay, so I want to lose 10 pounds because I'm overweight. Um, But what I found is that's essentially like hopping, ordering an Uber Mm -hmm. and hopping into the Uber and then saying, the Uber driver says, okay, where am I taking you? And you you say, "Um, you know, oh gosh, anywhere but the zoo. I do not want to go to the zoo. (laughs) (laughs) Do you do that? You don't do that. But that's how we're running our businesses. You're so right. Oh my God. It's like, where do you want to go? I don't know. <laughs> just keep me out of debt. <laughs> just, just make sure I don't fold, crash and burn. And oh my God. our brains need to know the goal. Our brains work efficiently and directly from point A to point B. And so in order to actually work with our brains, we have to tell it where it's going. <laughs> so yes. it's just as simple as what do you want, not what don't you want? And here's the tip with that. If you're listening to this and you're going, oh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get clear on what I want. Um, step one, the free training that I have for you guys, it will lay out the exact tool. Like it's called the breakthrough board. Um, and you I can love it for yourself and print it out. But one of the things I want you to keep in mind is that your subconscious mind, the holder of your beliefs, your thoughts, the operating system, of your brain. It drives the bus. Your conscious mind is the tour guide telling you all the things in your life that you're, you're passing. The subconscious mind does not take in the negative form. So when you say, I don't want to be poor anymore, I don't want to be fat anymore or whatever term that you're using to describe the life you want to avoid, your brain doesn't hear the not or the don't. So what are you telling your brain? I want to be poor. I want to be fat. I want to be unsuccessful. I want to be stuck. And that's what your brain hears. And because your brain works efficiently and quickly, it's going to bring you evidence of that. And you're going to act in that evidence and you're going to get results that support that evidence over and over again. So So people stop. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yes. It's just the, the... the difference between what you want and what you believe is just way too big that mm-hmm. your brain freaks out. You have this choice. 
do I want to upgrade my thinking, which is work. It's not a simple process. I have to be clear about that. People think it's affirmations and journaling. Those are lovely things and they're good things in the right time. And I do use those tools very effectively, but you have to know when to use them. And if you're still, if you still have the old belief system, it's just going to make it even worse. So once you have a good idea, step number one, clarify. Once you have a good idea of what you want, you're, you're scanning back over everything and making sure you're not um, putting on your breakthrough board or on your list, your goals list, whatever you're making for yourself, um, anything in the negative form. Okay, so don't, so I want to, I don't want to be in debt anymore. You're going to change the wording of that to, I want to have financial freedom. Okay, so swap things out, watch your wording. Then you're going to move on to step number two, because this is where something like a vision board, if you're used to using vision boards, you enjoy them, this is where they go wrong. So vision boards aren't going to help you accomplish your goals because your goals are just going to remind you of what you believe about yourself. So why not use that to our advantage? So step number two is to identify what's holding you back. So look at your goals, look at what you've got going on, what you want and why the impact that you want to make in your business and your life and the action items that you want to take on over the next year, the next decade, whatever resonates most with you. And then ask yourself, what's, what's getting in the way? What do I believe isn't possible for me and why? Because that's where, that's where the power is. Like, I know it's not fun to recognize that we have limiting beliefs. No, it's not fun to realize like, oh, my thinking is so disempowering. But let's rip the bandaid off. Let's get that out. Let's know that it exists because honestly, fear drove my business into the ground. Fear is how most creatives start operating their business. And if they don't catch it, fear is the thing that keeps them in the dark, keeps them scared, keeps them playing small. And all the way to get rid of fear is to just bring awareness to it. It's so simple. Just recognize that it exists. So it's not this big, scary thing. It's not like we're going into combat with our, with our biggest fears. Just know that fear is there. And ask her what it's there to teach you. Yeah. Do you find that with a lot of your clients that when they're going through the whole like clarification, which step one is like, they don't even know what the hell they want. And then when you're asking them to identify these things, do you find a commonality where the number one thing when it really, when you dig deeper and deeper and deeper, that it truly just loops back to fear? It's fear is the driver in a lot of cases for everyone's actions. But the foundational thing that most people want, there are like several common themes. Most people want freedom. Most people want love. So oftentimes it's really simple things, but then it's the layers on top of it that get a little confusing. So we want freedom, but we're selling our time. <laughs> we, we want love, but we're defending ourselves against everyone around us. We, we get these bad client experiences and then we feel unloved. So 
ultimately, I think that as people are starting the clarification process, they're getting clear on what they do want. If they've never done it before, and if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't even know where to start, all I know is that if you are in a similar season of life where life is a little tricky right now, little little bit stuck, maybe you're you're in a rock bottom season of life, maybe you're just going, ah, if I could upgrade this, I totally would. I would definitely change something here. Um, you can totally ask yourself, what do I not want? What am I no longer available for? And sometimes that's where people need to start. And then flip it. Okay, so what does that mean I do want? And see what happens from there. Ultimately, if you've never really gotten clear on what you do want, on why you were put here on this earth, on what you are here to accomplish in this one sweet life that you have, then it might take a little bit of time for this answer to come up. Yeah. Now, I know exactly how to drill down on this with, in, in a one-to-one -one setting, but trust yourself. If you're doing this on your own, you can do it. Your purpose will, will come to you. All the answers you need are already on their way to you. And it's okay to start where you, where you know how to start, even if that is, what don't I want? Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. So then if, if you identify what you don't want and then think about what you do want, then does that take you into step three? Correct. Which is how to, like what to do next, like once you've identified those things. Yeah. So in this third step, this is where people start using the wrong tool, the right tools at the wrong time. So people will go, I have this limiting belief. I need to just change it. And our, our brains are going, uh, what? Um, so we see people starting to use affirmations, um, meditating and journaling, which are incredibly powerful tools, but they're using them to, to change their thoughts. Instead, what we need to do is we need to first accept that those thoughts are there because here's the thing, like you still have to be you at the end of today. You still, you're the one that gets to stick with you. Wouldn't it be great if you liked yourself in the process? Right. <laughs> you, if you didn't like feel like you constantly needed to change, what if you were good enough as you are? Limiting thoughts and all. So I want you to sit with the thoughts that you're having, notice them, and then it's time to tell those thoughts who's boss. Okay, so we're gonna argue with those thoughts a little bit. We're gonna use some evidence doesn't have to be evidence in, in your own life, but let's say you have this limiting belief that let's use a money goal. Let's use a hundred K money goal. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm well past that, sweetheart, just move on <laughs> next 100 K. Then next <laughs> right. right? It customize it to something that resonates with you. Okay. You want to make a hundred K in your business over the course of next year. This is going to be your year. This is it. Let's do this. Um, but you have this belief that money is really hard to come by and there's never enough of it. Whenever you need it, it's not there for you. It's like a bad boyfriend. So <laughs> the Lizzo song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so money is going to appear to you the way you believe it does. So you're going to have a hard time getting money when you need it. It's going to be gone. You're going to self-sabotage all kinds of crappy stuff. 
but you have this idea, you want to hit six figures. So, um, or the next six figures. So it's time to say, Oh, so I have this belief. Um, and instead of going, Oh my gosh, I'm panicked. I need to change this right away or else I can't hit my goal. No, like, let's just face it, sit down and have tea with it, have a conversation and argue with it, take it to court, tell it who's boss. Okay, so what I would do in that case, in the case of this particular example, is I would, um, I would look around. Do I know anyone else who has gone from my income level right now to over six figures in one year? Do I see anyone around me? Do I know of anyone who does? Okay, so I'm going to use that as an example. And then anytime that belief comes to the front of my mind, or as I'm looking at my journal where I've written this belief down, I'm going to write next to it, that's not true. I know these three people who have done exactly what I want to do. There's proof that it's possible. Okay. And then you're going to look even, even more. Um, have I ever accomplished a money goal? Have I ever had money stick around? Have I ever, and you're going to look inside too, in your own life. Okay. But proving to your brain that your belief is outdated. It's not actually true. Um, that part takes time. And this is where we need to stick it out in this part until that new belief has formed. So what's the belief we want instead? We might want this belief of, I have, a six, I have had a six-figure year. It's already done. It is my present reality. Okay, so that's the belief we might adopt. And every time this idea that I can't do this, I cannot do this. This is so difficult. Who would ever want to book with me? All those things that really can stick around in our minds. Anytime that comes up, you're actually going to stop and you're going to say, no, that's not true. I have all these clients who've already booked me. This is evidence. Also, I have three friends over here who have really successful businesses, or I see this person. I know of this person, three people who have really successful businesses. You know, I listened to this podcast and this, this girl, Angela, she has an amazing business. There's evidence right there that what I want is possible for me. If she can do it, so can I. So you're going to continue doing that. Here's the thing with our brains. We have these beliefs. It's like electrical circuits in our minds. And in order to create new thought patterns, we have to, we have to shrink away the old ones and cut the cords of the old ones. But that takes a lot of time, like going to the gym and building muscles. So, <laughs> or going to the gym and reducing body fat and replacing it with muscle, whichever you want to do, it takes time. And in order to build that strength, we want to reduce the body fat and increase the muscle. And that's what we have to do in our brain. So the limiting belief, we have to shrink that down until it pulls apart. And then we have to strengthen the new belief until it connects. And now our thoughts will circulate on that new, um, that new neural pathway. So this piece of arguing with our beliefs is really important. So I actually did this one at a wedding. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I think the catering staff thought I was a little crazy. And I had to realize, I don't actually care what they think. Right? I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I was photographing details at a table. And I realized I hadn't changed my settings from moving inside. And so I had been photographing for several minutes and all the photos were blown out. I couldn't use them. 
And I looked at him and without even thinking, the words that tumbled out of my mouth were, Stephanie, you stupid idiot. Like, <laughs> first of all, Angela, if I were to say that to you, would that be a very nice thing for me to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I would say that to you. That's not nice. But I said it to myself and oftentimes we're so unkind to ourselves in ways that we would never be unkind, even to strangers. I wouldn't say that to somebody I didn't even know, but I'm okay saying it with myself. And I realized it, I caught it, and I thought, oh, I have a limiting belief that I am a stupid idiot. <laughs> and so I didn't say this part out loud, but right out loud, the catering staff is filling water glasses right next to me. I adjusted my camera settings and I said out loud, I am not a stupid idiot. <laughs> working really hard and I made a mistake. We all make mistakes. I'm doing the best that I can. Girl, oh my God, that is awesome. The girl just pulled her picture up and looked at me and just put her head down and walked away. And I thought, oh, that was weird. I probably would have said to you like, are you okay? I think I am now. That was, uh, you could have been like, I'm doing number three of my steps <laughs> for mindset. Damn it. Exactly. <laughs> I love you know, it. It's a work in it. progress. Um, but ultimately doing this step leads you to step number four, which is upgrading the belief. So going back to what you actually want. And now it's time to say, as if you already have it, what you want. Now is the time to bring in affirmations. Now is the time to, to write in your journal you know, I have, I've already made six figures. I had a six figure year this year and I feel so proud of myself. And to start, start thinking of your goals as if they already happened. Now's the time to do that. Because as we do that, we're instructing our brain on what we want and our brain's job, our brain gets to work and it's going to go bring her proof, bring her proof. This is what she wants. She keeps thinking about it and feeling it. We're seeing it's creating a new belief. I'm storing that away and making it a habit. And now it's my job to make this happen. And all of a sudden, the things that felt really difficult because our brain's trying to keep us safe, so it's going to make it really tough for us to get the goals that we want, become a lot more effortless. And all of a sudden, we actually become the person who accomplishes the goals. That's amazing. Yeah. It just, it makes me want to like go focus more. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what exactly am I doing? Like, you're so right about in my head. It's like, I tell myself sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? Why did I agree to this? Like, I'm so hard on myself, but like, I would never say it out loud um, to probably anybody. I mean, every once in a while, like my team can tell they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. So they know that when I'm really quiet, like I don't want to say anything because if I say something out loud, it probably will be the wrong thing that's just going to bring everybody down. But like I allow it to bring myself down. And so it's like people can tell if I'm quiet and if I'm just like not smiling, like I'm either pissed off and usually it's like I'm pissed off at myself. <laughs> for having an internal battle. Yeah, totally. And it's not healthy. Like it's not healthy at all. Um, and I mean, I know you work with a ton of people on this. And so like, so you can tell when, have you had to like 
start working with people and you're like, this isn't going to work. Like you're not going to be successful. Like, can you tell if people are going to like be okay in business or do you ever have to look at people and just say, you know what, just go get a job. Like, I don't think this is going to work for you. <laughs> or do you always find a way to like help them break through? Cause this is a tough thing to do. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Everyone can experience a breakthrough in their life, in their business that's available. And you can, you can use this method to like create that and recreate that over and over again for yourself. However, do you want that? Maybe you want safety. And so you, you're deciding, I love safety. I feel comfortable. I like this, but I also love this idea of being wealthy of traveling, of um, having something different than what I have now. And so I want to test the waters here. And ultimately, are there people I work with who, when they experience cognitive dissonance, the difference between what we have and what we want, what we believe and what we want, who downgrade? Yeah. That, and that was as I began my business consulting, I noticed that was the difference between some people I had several people I worked with who at the end of our coaching, our last session, they were like, Hey, so I know this is supposed to be a celebration, but I actually closed my business. And I was like, Oh, oh my gosh, there goes my testimonial. What in the <laughs> world? What happened? Why didn't I know about this? And here's the thing they were putting in the actions, but ultimately they decided I'd rather be safe. And that's their decision. That's absolutely their choice. And that is always a choice for us. But for those of you who know you were made for more, that's not a choice you're willing to live with. And so the people I work with who I continue to work with, <laughs> they realize that no matter how safe and how comfortable life is right now, that they're willing to go through whatever is ahead of them in order to hit that more. Whatever they were made for, they're willing to do what it takes to get there and live their full impact. So if people are feeling stuck, which as a younger entrepreneur, or I would say newer, not younger in age, but I mean, there's people that, um, there's a program at this entrepreneur center that is specifically for veterans who've like served literally our country for 30 years and they're retired and like they're lost. They don't know what to do, but they have this idea. And so they're, they want to be an entrepreneur, but they, they like, they've always been told for 30 years, like what they have to do. And so like, it's a mindset and, um, it's, it's, so I never reference like new entrepreneur meaning an age, but I feel like when you're young in your business, like if people around you don't understand what you're trying to do, you can't go to them if you feel stuck because they don't understand. They think you're crazy to begin with. Like, why would you not stay in the safe zone? You stupid idiot. <laughs> so, I mean, when people are like, I'm so stuck, I'm like, well, the first thing is uh, remove yourself from those people <laughs> that are doing yes. these things. But what are, what are your suggestions? Like how, what can people do um, without like losing family and friends, because sometimes I, I like, I'll have people tell me what some of their family and friends tell them. And I'm like, Oh my God, I want to tell them that they are effing crazy. Like to stop talking to you like that and like actually support you and like cheer you on. Like, it's not stupid what you're doing and you do have a why and a purpose, but when you have everyone in your 
friend group and your family group look at you like you're an idiot and you're feeling stuck, like a lot of people give up and that sucks. So what would you recommend? Like if people are stuck, feeling stuck. Yeah. So specifically related to the example you gave, it's essential to find people who are living the life that you want. So they are achieving the things that you want to achieve, or they are pursuing success and um, ideal their ideal life in a way that you want to. If you're surrounded by people who are living in their comfort zone, and that's not what you want, um, while you obviously still love them, you want to add in the people who get you. Okay, and this can be people you pay to be around. You can join mastermind programs. You can join group coaching programs. You can join free Facebook groups. There are multiple options to help you be in the, in the place, in the room with the people who are achieving, who understand that safety isn't valuable and success is. So step number one, find new friends and find a new support system. And I want you to hear me on this. This doesn't mean that you don't love the people in your life. You do, you're an amazing human, we know that. However, it does mean that you're specific on what you share with them. And maybe talking with them about things, about evidence of you going outside your comfort zone is just gonna create conflict. And if you really wanna experience harmony and peace and love in your relationships, then maybe it's just a matter of saying, okay, so this topic is actually not, not for this group. And this topic is over here for the people who can lend support and help me take steps forward. That's all. Um, now, how to get unstuck. I, I want to leave you with a very simple thought um, that came to me from an example I heard. Um, and I think this is found in a book by Price Pritchett um, called You Squared. Um, I have, I have it ordered right now, but somebody told me this example and I went on Amazon and ordered it right away. Um, so he gives this example when he talks about feeling stuck. Um, stuck is just you resisting something. So I want you to ask yourself, okay, are you feeling stuck? Yes. Okay. What are you resisting right now? What we don't know about resistance is we think that we're holding off something we really don't want. Like we're, you know, we're stuffing the monster in the closet and we're holding the door closed as the monster's trying to get out. But what we don't realize is resistance is a state of mind. So if we're resisting one thing that we don't want, we're resisting all things, even the things we do want. So, and this is the perfect illustration is a fly. So if you think of a fly flying through a room, um, the fly's trapped, wants to get back outside, right? And this fly's noisy, it's buzzing around, you want it out of the room. What is the first thing a fly does? Goes to the window, mm -hmm. bonks itself against the window over and over. We're losing our minds. <laughs> the fly doesn't get it. No matter how hard the fly backs up and flies into the window, does it break the glass? No, it doesn't. But because the fly is only seeing that one option and the fly is in a state of resistance, feeling stuck, I need to get out of here, I can't get out of here. What the fly misses is that right next to the window is an open door. <laughs> Just turn the knob and walk out <laughs> and fly out. Fly out the door <laughs> and you will be out of this room. Yeah. So oftentimes 
resistance mm -hmm. and being stuck is simply because we're not giving ourselves a break to step back and take a look at everything. If the fly would just stop for a second and look around the room and ask the question, how do I get out of here? Would the fly see other opportunities? Probably. But in most cases, the fly only sees the one thing, only keeps going on the one thing. And here's the thing, can the fly work hard enough to make that work, that solution work? No. The fly will actually die trying though. Mm -hmm. And how many of us are that fly? Chances are the things that aren't working in your life and business are telling you, you need to take a break. You need to step back, have a little breathing space so that the solutions can come up. So you can see, oh, there's a door right there. <laughs> and sometimes we make things way more complicated than they need to be. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling stuck right now, I just want you to know that you need a break. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a journal, get away. Maybe the break is short. Maybe it's just a 15 minute brain break. Maybe it's a long thing. Maybe you need to take a longer break from or have a break style season of life. Honor yourself because in honoring yourself, that's what's going to create the solutions because our brain's just going to keep working and working and working to bring us a solution. But if we're not allowing room for other solutions to come up, you might die trying. Yeah, that is so true. So true. So whenever, like, I guess like writer's block or like designer block, like it's a real thing. <laughs> like I just can't come up with something every once in a while. Like I'll be in a room with the client. I'm like, oh my God, we could do this and this and this. But usually like I need to marinate on it a little bit and then it might come to me in the shower. <laughs> like, yes. But it just, it's like you have to be okay and comfortable with yourself knowing that like quit putting all this pressure on yourself. Like walk away. It's okay to take a break. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It just yeah. means that you need a little bit more time and that's okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. So this has been so awesome. Where can people find out more? I know that you so graciously gave us a link for step one, start to finish. Mm -hmm. And so we'll put that in the show notes and definitely share that. And thank you so much for that. Absolutely. And if people want to learn more and connect more, where can they find you? I am so all over Instagram. So <laughs> come on over to Instagram. My handle is at the Stephanie Booth, B-O-O-T-H. Um, slide into my DMs. It's not weird. I like to <laughs> people. <laughs> so send me a message. Say hi. Let's connect as real humans. Um, I would love that. That's awesome. And also you have so many resources, like great things on your website too, successfulcreative.co. Is that where yeah. people can find out more information? Absolutely. Yep. There's blog content. There's, yeah, yes. there's a comprehensive amount of mindset resources for you. If you want to read more, start digging in, start this thought change process for yourself and start 2020 off differently than you have in the past. Yeah. With a different mindset. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, if okay. I had drums, I would like play the little drums. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so much for your time today, Stephanie. This was so awesome. 
And thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Business Unveiled and be sure to tune in next week where we will have another awesome interview and everybody have a great week. Bye. Now that you have all the tools you need to conquer the world in GSD, just share this with your friends and your fellow GSD leaders and be sure you're a subscriber so you never miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled and you can ask Siri to listen to the latest episode, but you got to be a subscriber. Before I go, I have a huge favor to ask and it would mean the world to me. While you're listening, snap a quick screenshot, post it to your Instagram story, tag me at gsdleader underscore and share with me your top takeaway from this episode and how it relates to you. Until next time, remember, stay productive and profitable. Are y'all ready for a giveaway? I love giveaways. Now listen closely. To enter this contest, you've got to be sure that you listen to every episode of Business Unveiled because once a month, we will be posting a question to our Instagram story about one of the episodes, but it's going to be up to you to submit the answer. So share the question to your story and tag two friends that you want to invite to GSD. Then we're going to choose a GSD leader at random who answered the question correctly and send you your very own I am a GSD leader t-shirt so you can wear it proud and show the world. So don't miss out. Be sure that you are a follower on our Instagram at GSD leader underscore. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.